Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is November 2nd. Today we are going to begin Daniel chapter 2. Now before we jump into Daniel chapter 2, I wanted to read a meme that has always made me laugh. Now you're going to hear me say this and you're going to think, what in the world does that have to do with anything? But just go with me here for a second. I promise this will come full circle. And I don't mean this to be political in any way, shape or form. It's just funny. So in this meme, it's a conversation between the government and me, right? And it says, government, you owe us money. It's called taxes. Me, oh, how much do I owe? Government, well, you have to figure that out. Me, oh, okay. So I just pay what I want. Government, Oh no, we know exactly how much you owe, but now you have to guess that number too. Me? Well, what if I get it wrong? Government, you go to prison. (laughs) Now that's always made me laugh, this idea of how much do I owe? Well, you have to figure that out. Well, what if I get it wrong? You go to prison. Now, the reason why I thought of that today is because here in chapter two, Nebuchadnezzar is going to dream a dream. And this dream is so troubling. It's so startling that listen to what it says about it. It says, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams wherewith his spirit was troubled and his sleep break from him. So he has this dream that's so troubling that his soul, his spirit is troubled and he can't sleep again. And so look at what he does. It says, then the king commanded to call all the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to show the king his dreams. Now, this is a really interesting thing here. Here, King Nebuchadnezzar, he has this dream. And where does he turn? In his trouble, in his strife, in his difficulties, where does he look? Well, he looks to the world. He looks to what the world can offer him in his trouble and in his strife. He looks to the magicians, to the astrologers, to the sorcerers, to the Chaldeans. But he never looks to God. It leads me to ask myself, when things are hard in my life, when my spirit is troubled, when my soul is hurting, where am I turning? Am I turning to the wisdom of the world and what it can offer? Or do I turn to God for the peace that only he can offer? As I was thinking about that, it reminded me of the song, Where Can I Turn for Peace? The lyrics are so beautiful. In verse one, it says, where can I turn for peace? Where is my solace when other sources cease to make me whole? When with a wounded heart, anger, or malice, I draw myself apart, searching my soul. And then it goes on. Where can I turn when my aching grows, when I languish, when I need to know? Where can I run? And at the very end of verse 2, it says, Who can understand? He. Only one. And then listen to the source of our peace. It says, He answers privately reaches my reaching in my Gethsemane savior and friend gentle the peace he finds for my beseeching constant he is and kind love without end when we are troubled when our spirits are troubled where do we turn for peace I hope and pray that it's to him he is the only one that can offer the everlasting peace that we so desperately need in a world that offers us very little peace. Now, let's go back to the meme that I read at the very beginning, this idea of you owe us money. Well, you have to guess how much money and if you get it wrong, you go to prison. So he calls on the astronomers and the magicians and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans. And he says, you know what? I've dreamed this dream and it's really troubling. And I need someone to interpret this dream. And all of them quite naturally say, okay, well, tell us the dream. We'll interpret it. 
Nebuchadnezzar is so cruel in some ways, and he's so smart in other ways. I can almost see him. They say, okay, yeah, well, tell us the dream, and then we'll interpret it. And I can just see him saying, <laughs> yeah, nice try. We're not going to do that. Mm -mm. No, no, I'm not going to tell you my dream. That would be too easy, right? I want to know that you're giving me a correct interpretation of my dream. Anyone could say these symbols or this dream means anything, and it wouldn't be accurate or right. So King Nebuchadnezzar says, nope, I'm not going to tell you my dream. You're going to tell me my dream. And if you can have the gift of revelation to know what I saw, to see what I saw, if you can tell me my dream, then, then I'll believe your interpretation. And then it's almost like the same thing. It's like, well, what if we get it wrong? What if we can't tell you my dream? Well, then you die. <laughs> it's, it's the same sort of thing. I want an interpretation of my dream. Well, what's your dream? No, no, no. You tell me my dream. Well, what if I get it wrong? You die. <laughs> it's just so funny and brilliant and cruel all at the same time <laughs> on the part of King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, it's funny and brilliant to me. It was just cruel to the magicians and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans. They couldn't do that. He was asking something unworldly of them to be able to read his mind, to see his dream, to know his dream. The scriptures say that King Nebuchadnezzar said, the thing is gone from me or the dream is gone from me. And a lot of people believe or buy into that interpretation because he's saying, well, yeah, you have to tell me what I dreamed. Well, that doesn't make sense, though, because why would he be troubled? Why would his spirit be troubled? Why wouldn't he be able to sleep if he couldn't remember it at all? The more accurate interpretation of this scripture is it has stayed with me. And so here he's saying, you need to tell me what I dreamed. You need to tell me what I saw. And then if you get it right, I'll let you interpret it. And obviously they couldn't do that. The king gets angry and commands that all the wise men of Babylon be destroyed. Now, Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were considered among the wise men of Nebuchadnezzar's court. And so they come to him and they tell Daniel what's going on. And he goes into Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they plead with God that in his mercy, he will reveal the dream to them. And in verse 19, it says, the secret was revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his. Now, let's go back a little bit. Here, Daniel receives this blessing to do the impossible, to know the dream, so that he can then interpret the dream. But before that ever happened, remember, Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego made a choice. Remember, they purposed in their heart that they were going to keep their covenants and obey God's commandment. Now, remember, they did that seeking for a physical blessing to look different, to have better countenances, to be stronger than others. And yes, they received that blessing, but they also received a spiritual blessing that they weren't expecting. And that spiritual blessing was, if you'll remember yesterday, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now, my friends, I want you to think about this. What if Daniel and Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego thought, you know what? When in Rome, we're going to eat like the Romans. When in Babylon, we're going to eat like the Babylonians. There's no need to keep our covenants here. No one's watching us. Our parents aren't standing over us, seeing what we do and what we eat. What if in that moment they had said, you know what? It doesn't matter. We're not with our people anymore. We're not going to obey anymore. The commandments are silly here. 
What if they had turned their back on their covenants and their commandments? Then this blessing that God had prepared for them in advance, they wouldn't have received and wouldn't have had the opportunity to then save their own lives by being able to receive this vision from God and interpret the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. My friends, we never know the process of events that God has for us. We never know the blessings available to us for our obedience to God's commandments. But it's my testimony that God prepares all blessings in advance, and he's preparing the way for us so that we can receive the blessings that we need in the moments that we need them. It's interesting, Doctrine and Covenants section 121 talks about our confidence waxing strong before the Lord. I imagine Daniel in this moment having confidence going before the Lord, asking to understand this dream because he knew that he had been faithful to obtain the blessing. He had confidence in asking for the blessings of the Lord because he knew that he had been blessed by the Lord for his obedience. My friends, it's my testimony that we gain confidence as we approach the Lord when we are consistently obedient to his commandments, to his laws, and to our covenants. In those moments, we have faith approaching him and turning to him to find our peace in a world that never seems to have enough peace to give. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 